This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these goats. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, Eddie gives us the thumbs up. So we begin in three, two, one. Podcast time. Everything's on, Al. You're on. Turn your mic on. What's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. Uh, did you notice this morning when I went out at around, uh, and I only ask because this is this is covering different parts of the state, when I went out for my dog walk at 2.30, yeah. it smelled like a fire. I did not. To the point where I was looking around to, to see if a home was on fire. Wow. And I didn't see smoke. I didn't see anything. Now, unfortunately for me, I was also out, out at 11.30 at night walking the dog and i did not smell a fire oh god but at you were walking the dog yes, at 11 30 that's correct and then had a walker again at 2 30 when you got up essentially uh, yeah that's right oh, yeah no it's that sounds horrendous. It's horrendous it's horrendous what happened to her sleeping the night it's the summer the the oh. people the, the 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 fact that i'm by the beach and on nice days in the summer now people are out and about she doesn't she wants to go back in she goes out real quick and then she wants to go back in so she's dude she's not and what she's doing is she knows i know she knows this she knows that eating food makes her poop so she doesn't eat all day long she she doesn't eat and then she eats at night oh and then she has to poop five hours later that is brutal it is brutal I'm not sure what how I'm handling this. Oh but. my god! Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but yeah, Jesus. So I was out unfortunately at 11:30. Oof! And it was normal. Then when I went out at 2:30, it smelled like smoke, and I was really I was looking around, and I was like, ah, is this somebody's fireplace or is this maybe smoke? a beach fire? Maybe I thought of that too—a beach fire, a bonfire. And then when I uh, got in this a little bit before, I was on Twitter. I saw News 12. My friend uh, Jim, reporter Jim at News 12. There's a wildfire in New Jersey oh, okay. that's they say is pretty much under control. Mm-hmm. But depending on how the wind shifts, sure, it affects different parts of the state. Yeah, I but did not notice are, that. People are smelling it all over the place. Yeah, how about that? Yeah, that is crazy. It just gets up in that atmosphere. And how does that start? The fire? Yeah. Uh, it depends. Someone could throw out a cigarette, hit a burnt leaf. Someone could, I mean, there's a lot of different ways it could happen. Oh, yeah, it's weird. Like, I don't understand. Someone how... has a campfire, thinks it's out. It's not. Oh. And all of a sudden, it, the kindling, what is it called? The kindling underneath? I think I have heard of kindling. Now, all of a sudden, you leave. Yeah. Wind blows. It's, yeah, the little things. Depends. That's why there's places that I've seen on the road. Yes. Specifically firehouses. Not all of them have it, but some have it. Where they will tell you the fire danger is high or low. Yes. And it depends on how. And we haven't had any rain since last Thursday. So your five, six days, it's been dry. It's been windy. Maybe it's ripe for fire. I don't know. Yeah, there were a couple places where I would drive by and they would have a Smokey the Bear cut out. Yes, that's it. And it tells you whether your chances of a fire are low. Right, exactly. Yeah, because if you get some wind, you get some dry dryness. Stop flinging cigarettes out the window, you idiots. It's weird because I don't really even see people smoking anymore. And then at our cornhole league, I went outside last night for to get something out of my car. I'm like, wow, four people were smoking, like real cigarettes. Yeah. I didn't think you guys did that anymore. It looks really weird when you see people smoking cigarettes. It is. It's funny because there's a comedian named Tom Papa who's playing at Borgata next month. I'm contemplating going to see him. I do like him. 
he does this whole thing, same as you. Like, the smoking just looks cool. Yeah, it does look cool. The problem is you don't want to end up like one of those poor people in the commercials with the holes in your throat. You're right. But he's like, I think that, and then I see it in a movie. I'm like, that's kind of cool. Right. Why am I not smoking while yes, I'm having a beer? Except for the fact that it's going to cause terrible damage. Yeah. So, yeah, but, but that's not many people do it anymore. I still see it, though. Like, uh, you notice it at night when you're driving on the highways if someone flings a cigarette yeah, out the window. I don't see it much yeah, at I all anymore. occasionally on my ride in. It used to be constant. Yeah. Now it's like, meh. I always wondered that because my father, when he smoked, he would just fling it out the window. So too. did I. I was like, you have an ashtray right there. Yeah, but you don't want that in the car. It smells. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm just, I don't want to do that. And then there was another thing. Like, when my father was in the military, he said that when you smoked outside that it, when you were to put your cigarette out you would then have to take it apart really the filter to turn it into like kind of dusty and let it just blow away in the wind i wonder why that is i don't know if it broke it up quicker interesting How about yeah. that? never heard of that before yeah and i'm sure my dad smoked when he was in the military because oh, sure. he smoked until 1982 or something yeah so there's no doubt when he was a teenager in vietnam he was smoking right I think my dad smoked till like 90, 1990, 91, really? 92. Long, huh? Yeah. Interesting. And then stopped. And then stopped. And then stopped everything. Jerry, I have a couple items here for you. All right. Uh, number one, uh, the, the part of this story is about uh, you ever go on to your, like if you want to connect to your Wi-Fi at home or if you want to see what's the problem with your Wi-Fi, you go on there and you see and, and all the Wi-Fi is near you. Yes, of course. Right, and uh, for the most part these days, most of them have the uh, the lock next to it, meaning mm-hmm. that it's password protected. You ever have you ever noticed any odd names? names? Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Like, did anything any ever intrigue you? Like, no. What is I, this? No, that I actually tried to get in. No, not at no, all. not that you ever tried to get in, but where you were looking, you're like, huh? Like, no, I, I just wonder. assume it's the neighbor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like I'll look at home, it'll be like. Uh, Bradley Beach House, it'll say, or sure. you know, something around there. A lot of pe- there was a time where people were telling you to uh, name your Wi-Fi something virus, so that people thought not to, yeah, right, go near your Wi-Fi because right. it has a virus. Uh, but there's another thing going on here. A guy in where is this fella at? I don't know where he, this guy's living at, but uh, there was a, a guy who has a, a neighbor. Who has a very loud dog? Okay, that always barks. So this man named his uh, cable network "Shut Your Dog Up" or "I Will Call the Cops," <laughs> <laughs> in hopes that the neighbors will eventually see it on the. <laughs> I like start sending messages to my neighbor from that my is, Wi-Fi. That's funny. That is funny. Now somebody else told me that uh, I think I forget who told. I don't know if it was that guy Connor. Okay, might told have been. me that he named his Wi-Fi Optimum Sucks, <laughs> so that when they have to come and fix his stuff, they have to and they ask for his Wi-Fi, which Wi-Fi is his. <laughs> That's funny. It's fun to get creative. A lot of people yes. just keep the same, yeah, numbered weird mm-hmm. combination of numbers and letters that yeah, come. Mine's with, like FiOS four nine three, yeah. whatever the hell it is. You got to name that Reco. No, I'm not interested. I don't care. As long as my password's good, which I use their password too, the one right. that's on the back of the thing. <laughs> whatever. Right. What are the chances someone's guessing it, right? No, there's, I couldn't guess it. Yeah. And I've seen it a thousand times. I don't even know if I can get you the first three letters. One cool thing that you can do, and I did this, I did this when I turned in my uh, Optimum equipment and because I bought my own Wi Fi equipment. If you name your router, Wi-Fi name, the same name as the old one. Yeah. You don't have to reconnect everything. No kidding. Yeah. How interesting. Yeah, because it's looking for, if you use the same name and password. Wow. Your devices are looking for that. I would have never in a million yeah. years thought that. That's interesting. Yeah. Pretty cool, Jerry. And Jerry, you, that's, that's just a tech tip. Where'd you get, where'd you learn that? I'm trying, you know where I, I learned it? I accidentally, not accidentally, I was like, oh, so I'll remember my Wi-Fi and password. I'll just use the same one I was using, and everything got connected automatically. I was like, "Wow!" Huh. And then That's I read. Tremendous. Then I read it online. That is tremendous. That's a, just a tech tip here for you. A tech tip. Yeah, tech tip for you, Jerry. I have a second story for you. Okay, as well, as well Jerry. Uh, so if you need to send messages to your neighbor, I do not. Okay, you do not. No. Fair enough, Jerry. 
I have great. I really have great neighbors. You do. I do. Yeah. Do they have cool Wi-Fi names or no? I don't know. I'm not sure. I've never well, really looked. check it looked. out today. I could. Well, I mean, the people next to us on one side are really, you can tell they've been there for 30 years. Yeah. Much, much older. Their kids are grown. The kids have been around a lot lately, which tells me they're getting, they've done a lot of work. I think they're getting set to try and sell the house, but I don't know that. And then the neighbors next to us moved in six months after we moved in. The local cop, he's probably 30. His wife, probably 30-ish. And they yeah. got uh, triplet daughters. They couldn't triplets. be nicer. They How old are the triplets? Uh, they were born right when they moved in. So they're probably four. And That's got to be impossible. That is very difficult. We have friends that have triplets. And the first, as, as she will tell you and he will tell you, the first 18 months is horrendous. And you go back and they're glad that they took the videos and the cameras. They're kind of, as they say, they enjoyed the first 18 months when the kids got to like four or five years old. And they go back and look at it. Because it's just so hard. Yeah. You can't feed three kids at once. No. And so when you're doing one at a time, one eats, you put it down to take a nap. The other eats, put it down to take a nap. The other eats, put it down to take a nap. The other one gets up. That's your that's your routine. Yeah. It's hard. Really hard. Well, I saw my sister. She has twins. Mm. And that, that just watching twins, like I'm adding a third baby in the mix. That sounds crazy. It's really, really do. And what happens in a lot of cases, too, and I don't know. You know, it's funny. We never had the conversation. I don't know about our friends. Most times, it's from fertility treatments. Right. Not much. I shouldn't say that. A lot of times, it's For from sure. fertility treatments. And you end up, you can't have a kid. You can't have a kid. You spend all this money. Well, congratulations. Uh, most people have one. You're having three. I'm sorry. What was that? And I think if you look around, I think wealthier neighborhoods have more twins and triplets they have the money to do it right you know they have the money to do it we did i know for well before we had joseph we had one we did one treatment because it wasn't happening it's a lot of money like yes. six grand and the your the what you put your body through and insurance don't cover it at Dude. least not then like that was six thousand dollars out of pocket and i told i told kim like one time I, mean, I can't do this multiple times and it didn't work yeah and then we gave up, and two years later, Joseph came on. I mean, who knew? It's crazy. My other sister did it, I, I think, uh, or, yeah, tried to do it, and nothing, nothing, nothing. And then they stopped, and then... It's bizarre, isn't they it? Had, they get a baby. It's like you kind of come to terms with, you know what, this is our family, that's awesome. And then all of a sudden, eh, here comes another. Well, really? that's what's weird about the whole thing. You know, you start to think, like, people that want to have babies that can't afford to have babies, that are planning for babies, can't get pregnant. Yeah. And then other people, it's like, uh, I wore a condom and I'm on the pill and we're pregnant. Yeah. I know. So weird. Or people that, people on welfare. Yeah. That end up with, I mean, you would think that's the last thing you want to bring a baby into in terms of A, its life, but B, your life. Yes. And your expenses that are going up and they got four kids. And that is a rough situation. Yes, it is. So, yeah, it is uh, it is bizarre. Yeah, I remember, yeah, like when uh, people I know that were struggling to get pregnant, and then they'd hear about, you know, the 16-year-old girl down the street got pregnant. Yes. And it's like, come on, how's that fair? Yeah. You know why? Life ain't fair. That and uh, I think the younger you are. The more fertile you are. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know when that was created that anybody thought a 16-year-old girl Yes, weird. should be mothering children. Yeah, I mean, and I think like they said after the age of like isn't it 13 or 14? Well, I'm saying like the age at which it it starts to decline for probably a 30, woman. right? Yeah, I think it's actually under 30. It might be. I don't or know. 30 or right yeah, right around 30. And, and people then are getting married much later now. Yes. So you would think there was a commercial. I don't know if you saw this. There was a commercial about a woman who had cancer, and she was thanking her doctor and the pharma and the um, and the drug company for getting her in remission and really clear. And it was really it's a fascinating commercial. And then at the end, it said her age, and she's pregnant. She was like sixty. Yeah. How does that happen? I don't know. I thought that's not possible. I thought that was not possible either. Well, apparently it is, according to her. Yeah, I, I don't understand that. I get the guy at 60 being able to do it. I, You know, still not easy, but I understand it. A woman at 60? Huh? 
Yeah, something's got to be going on there. Well, clearly. Like they, it's got to be the egg and the sperm got to be meeting somewhere else, and then they implant it in the Perhaps, six-year-old woman. You know what? Maybe that's it. I would think. Good Lord. You imagine being 60 and carrying a baby? No. Oh, I could not. for a 25-year-old to do. Yeah. Man. So, yeah. And then you're 60. You're going to have a baby. I don't know. Yeah, why? Do, why? Yeah, why? Uh, even when I hear people, uh, like, if someone's, like, 23 and having a baby, I'm like, what? Yeah. But that's when you're... That's kind of the... That's when nature wants you to have a baby. Yeah, mid-20s. Yeah, mid-20s. Mid-20s. I would say for a dad, 55, that's, that's enough. If you get to 55, you, I mean, you want to go for it, but I think... Right, because then you're 70 when your kid's 15. Yeah, you know, and we are looking much younger, and I, I'm certainly around the Little League, and I see much older dads. I do see it, but they don't look like they're 70. They just don't in a lot of cases. But for a woman, I, you get to 50. I, man, and I only say that because I, I think the mom's role... I'm a dad, but I'll say it. I think the mom's role... Is probably more. You need her more through right. life, I would think, especially for a girl. I would think. Maybe I'm wrong about that. You know, not only that, but even thinking when you have babies, how you don't sleep. You don't. Yeah, it's hard on the body. Right. It's a little bit easier on a younger body. Yes, and it's really difficult for some. Yeah, it's kind of like having a dog that wants to go out at eleven thirty when you have to get up at two a.m. Correct. Right, I'm not built for this, Jerry. I should be in my my dogs should be going off to college. I think about we always talk about sleep, and we did this yesterday too. I don't have to get back into it, but just on that note, like just think of how absurd what you're saying is. Yes, you're laying down probably at eight thirty. Yeah, it was eight eight fifteen, eight thirty. You're sleeping for three hours. Yep. You're not getting up to use the bathroom in the dark where you can just whatever keep your eyes shut. And yeah, hope you, hope you hope you hit the tank <laughs> in the bowl and you don't miss. Correct. And then you can just drop back down in the bed and go back to sleep. You have to get up, yeah. Open the door, go outside, for a make walk. sure she does what she does. Yep. And ten minutes later, lay back down and just be like, eh, "Let's go back to sleep." Right. Doesn't work that it does way. Not work that way. And then you're getting up two hours later, and then you're coming to work. Yes. That is the equivalent of a guy that gets up at seven a.m. for work, laying down at one a.m getting up at four and taking a 15. That doesn't make sense. And then I'll go home today and I'll nap for two hours in the middle of the day. You have to. How can you not? God, I I only got four hours sleep last night. I thought I did bad. I'm much better. I slept four straight hours. Yeah, four straight hours. I'm doing better than you. Yeah, I got to figure this out. That is horrible. The dog will not, does not want to be outside when people are out walking around enjoying the beach. You got a spoiled dog, dude. Yeah, or she's scared or something. I don't know. Damn. I got to figure that out. All right. Maybe, can I teach her? Can I just put like a, a litter AstroTurf? Yeah, big giant dog litter box and have her squat over that. It's going to smell. It would mm. smell. It's not yeah. like a little cat turd, dude. How come cat turds don't smell? They do. They do. But they know how to bury it. My they dog do. does that after she goes to the bathroom. She does that kick yeah, thing. I don't know why dogs haven't been trained to do that. Right. I don't know. Maybe, again, maybe because of the size. But again, you could then train a Yorkie or something. Yes. Like, why not? I know I got a big dog. That was stupid. I know. Well, regrets. Also, he has a few. I have a few <laughs> regrets. I have every choice I've made. <laughs> Saw a possum outside today, too, walking the dog. Oh, uh, this is too much. I got a raccoon in my backyard. Yeah. We had a fox walk across the uh, front door. We love the yesterday. Foxes. I don't want to see foxes. And you know what's funny? The fox walked across the front door at 3 a.m. I walked out yesterday morning, 3.02. See? I don't care for that. No, nah, he would run away, the fox. I don't want to see a fox. I see the foxes all the time in Bradley Beach. What a does lot the fox foxes. say, Al? <laughs> I'm sorry. A new study out, Jerry, about uh, the science behind nightmares. Oh, okay. Including the most common scary dreams we have. Do you have scary dreams, Jerry? Scary. No, I really don't. I, I have a list here of the most common okay. scary dreams. Let's see, Jerry. And uh, the, the most common nightmare is of falling. Okay. Somebody like off a cliff? I don't know. Just the idea of falling. All right. A close second was being chased, followed by death and feeling lost. 
Hmm. I, I feel know. lost a lot in my dreams. I feel lost in life. In life as well. <laughs> yes. So life and dreams. Sometimes. Yeah. Feeling lost. Uh, coming in fifth and sixth places are feeling trapped and being attacked. Hmm. I, 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 you know, I, mean, I have uh, nightmares. I'm sure I have. Yeah. You I don't have do them a lot. No. And you I, don't have them enough to say, hey, this is the one I have. Nor do I remember one. Yeah. So, no. I've been having a ton of the dreams where I don't know where I'm supposed to go. It's I'm either like I'm having dreams where I just realized I was taking college courses and I haven't gone to any of the classes. That's a problem. Or I don't know where my classes are. Yeah. But recently I've been having dreams where my dog gets loose. Oh. That means you're, you want her to go. Oh, no. She got <laughs> loose again. <laughs> no, you don't. We're just joking. My dog's chipped. She's got the chip. Oh, does she? Bring her right back to me, Jerry. Oh, well, it's good then. I thought those chips were like you could locate your dog. I thought so too. Like you go to the place and go, oh, my, I've lost my dog, but she's chipped. It's not an app that would tell you like no, a GPS? it's not a GPS. What it is is it's a, they have to get the dog. Like, I'd say somebody finds the dog. Yeah. You could take a dog to a vet or somewhere. They scan the dog and it comes up who owns the dog. That's all it is. You're kidding me. No. That's stupid. Yeah. Well, I mean, they still, if they find a lost dog, can bring it somewhere and say, hey, this is Al Dukes' dog. If they, if they goes to the pound, will they check it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Pound or vet, wherever it it, right. it, it goes. Was, yeah, yeah be- I thought it was this thing. I'd be like, go there and go, I lost my dog. Where is it? Yeah. And they could go up. It's here by the lake. I'm surprised there's not an app for it. Yeah. To where you, the dog gets out, you can't find it. You know what? Let me see if I can track it. They do have collars for dogs that have GPS. Oh, that's it. good. Okay. That helps. Yeah. You should get one. My dog has a Mets collar right now. Nice. That's what I'm talking about, Jerry. Lindsay, the Met fan. She's a Mets fan. And the uh, the Met thing was um, Hernandez had no clue of the Beefarino. Oh, Seinfeld Beefarino? Yes. How did and that come up, Beefarino? I, again, I don't remember how. Gary brought it up. I Oh, that's how. They were showing uh, footage of Central Park and the horses and the buggies. Oh, okay. And Gary said, you know, I wonder if one of them is named Rusty. <laughs> Just don't give it Beefarino. And Keith must have just looked like, huh? And, you know, he asked. <laughs> he goes, do you remember that episode of what? <laughs> well, Seinfeld. No, I don't think I do. And he, he was like, and then Gary was stunned that right. Keith had no, he never saw it or had no recollection right. of it. So it was fun. I'll try and get that tomorrow since I brought it up. It's amazing. I couldn't remember. People, and then I go out there and five people on Twitter, Beefarino, Beefarino. Be you yeah, okay, jerk. Got it. Yeah. You damn jerk. You damn fool. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up program. All right. Tomorrow is Wednesday. We'll be back for the warm-up show live at 5 a.m., but until then, enjoy this taped recording of this morning's warm-up. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. The fan is on your smart speaker to listen to the whole... Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, 
every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Home of New York sports, just say, hey, Google, play WFAN. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we go. It's 5.02. What do you say? It's Tuesday, Tuesday. CeeLo is home. I am back with uh, Mr. Dukes, and we got uh, the Eddie Scazzeri. Hello, what's up, what's up, what's up? Al David Dukes, how are you? Good morning, Jerry. So Boomer is back today, you're telling me. This is what I'm told. I was told that as well. By who? Uh, Boomer. Right. I talked to him yesterday. <laughs> so, so I didn't really tell you. He told you. His voice was coming back. It wasn't 100%, though, I will tell you that. All right, well, he's only got four hours to get through. He'll be all right. Right, plus he had all day yesterday, I guess, to uh, work, work. Feel better. Yeah, maybe he got a throat massage of some sort. I don't Did know. Did he get a throat massage? No, I've not. That seems like, weird. Yeah, be very. you have to be very trusting of your masseuse. But you got to be trusting in everybody. But like, Gina could stab you one night. Right. You're very trusting oh, I, of her. I, I, I've hid the knives. I'm, a, I'm very have, familiar. You have not hid the knives. I have hid the knives. You don't know, Jerry. I don't know what I watch a lot of murder mysteries. I know you do, which is why you've got to be very trusting in people and, and hope that they don't hate you. Most of the time, it's someone you know who kills you. I've heard. Most of the time. Every yes. once in a while, you get a crazy person. Like Random New- act of violence. Yeah, like in New York City, most likely you're not going to know the person who kills you. But other than New York City, Jerry, you will mostly know, like if you wind up dead, they're going to come talk to your wife. They're oh, they have talk. to start there. They have to talk to me and Eddie. Yeah. Because maybe we killed you. Sure. Boomer. Geo. Boomer. Never know. Right. Maybe you insulted us and we stabbed you on your way out. I would never. Um, I saw this was right up your alley on 34th Street this morning. This is taking homelessness to a new level. And it's a sad thing not making fun of it or nothing like that. Guy had a bed. Nice. Had a legit bed. Yeah. Outside of a store. All right. I have never seen that before. Listen, you know, people, dis- you know, you'll, you'll see beds out, uh, you know, people want to get rid of them and they'll put them, why not grab one? Well, that's what he had. He had, yeah. a, he had a mattress. He had it on some sort of, I don't know what the hell it was on. Bed frame? And he had, mm, well, it was a makeshift bed frame. I don't know what he was using for it. And he had a comforter. Man, he was, he was hanging out. Yeah. All right. Well, good for him. Hey, listen. Doesn't keep you mobile though. If you want to go somewhere else, you got to you know drag that around. I guess that so. Seems like a pain Very in sad the butt. though. Very, Very sad. Very sad, Jerry. Yeah, uh, Jerry. I see that the Yankees beat the uh, Tampa Rays yesterday four no. two. They won again. They won again. Yes. Now I also saw. Well, that's fifty wins for the Yankees. Fifty wins. First team to fifty. Mets at forty five. Yankees at fifty. Now, when they do the All Star break, is that legitimately right in the middle of the season? Like, like, fit, like they've What's played record? eighty-one games, right? Right. And they, I don't know. I know they have fifty wins. Right. They're fifty and seventeen, so, so that's, that's sixty-seven games. Okay. You'd have fourteen games to be at the midway point, okay. which would be eighty-one. Mm-hmm. The All Star break is the third week of July, so you got another thirty games to go. Wow. So no, it's not. So it's not a halfway point. No, it's always beyond the halfway point. Okay, a little bit beyond. A little bit beyond. But we call that's what we call it the unofficial first half and the unofficial second half of the season. So uh, 50 wins right now. The Yankees should win 100 games, no problem. The Yankees are on pace to win, I think, 111. 111? Is well, that right? Well, I think fall. it was 111. This, that never works when you go on pace this early in the season. No, it's working out so far. But so far, yeah. So, so far, far, it's working so out good. quite well. They're actually uh, they keep increasing the pace as they keep not losing. They did. And uh, Garrett Cole last night took a no-hitter into the eighth. So I get in the car. Yeah. So I was hmm, I was supposed to be home last night by eight. I figured perfect. Watch a little. Uh, yeah, I watched the Met game. I got to watch a little Yankee game, perhaps, and then maybe fade into darkness somewhere in the eighth or ninth inning. Let's just say plans didn't work out. I got home at mm, about nine fifty. Wasn't planning on that. I turned the TV on. I was a little, you know, it was a little earlier than that. The first thing I hear when I get in the car to go home, Ricky. I was only a couple minutes away. Ricky Ricardo. Well, there are five base hits in this game, and they've all come from the Yankees as we begin in the eighth. I'm like, oh, come on, really? And then, you know, I heard the base hit immediately, right up the middle. Yeah, Garrett Cole's got to get in front of that. (laughs) (laughs) You get in front of it. Listen, if I had a no-hitter going. You're like someone spending someone else's money. Yeah, if I had a no-hitter going, Jerry, I would have done everything I could to get in front of that. Garrett Cole's fine if he doesn't get a no-hitter. He moved right out of the way. 
like a bull coming at you. He you took know that what it's red like flag. having that ball coming at you? He took that red flag. It went do si the other way. Let's do a jackass-style little event for <laughs> digital. Everybody loves digital. You go stand on the mound. Okay. I'll take a bat and a bucket of balls and let me hit line drives and ground balls at your at your ass. That would be fun. Well, if I had a no-hitter going, I'd get right in front of no, that bad boy. No, you wouldn't. Not that thing. No, you wouldn't. I'd have put my leg out. You would not. Oh, yeah. great. And break your ankle. No-hitter gone, season gone, ankle <laughs> gone. Come on now. Yeah, That's like looked... when pitchers try to catch a, a ground ball or a line drive with their bare hand. Yes. Hey, dummy, it's your throwing hand. You're going to break it. No, what else I would have liked to see if he wasn't going to get in front of that, Jerry? Do the glove behind the you back could move. You could do that. That would have been wild. Imagine if he got a no-hitter because he did a glove behind the back up the middle stopper. ESPN number one play of the night. Oh, that would have been so awesome. No question about he it. He looked so disappointed when he lost the no-hitter. And then he doesn't even get but the win. I will tell well, yes, but I will tell you his attitude after the game outstanding. Because he could have sounded you know disappointed yeah. or and it was the opposite. It's like, you know what? We won. That's I came out here to do my job. We won. Right, I was, feel great. And he was happy just to like not go out there and give up five home runs. He right? did very well. Yes. Did very well for him. Did very well. And then Clay Holmes, who had that scoreless inning streak, that got snapped. Yeah, that uh, got not snapped. Huge base hits either. Right. 31 and a third innings. Right. It stops that. Starts a new streak, though, Jerry. It does. That's the way I look at it. Uh, And Garrett Cole got a standing ovation in Tampa. Because it's all Yankee fans there. Oh, right. Everyone doesn't care about it. They actually had a crowd. Yeah, I did see that. Because the Yankees were there. Yeah. Ain't no one supporting the Rays. Yeah. Where are people from Tampa that call and bury me for their attendance? We'll just have the Yankees in all the time. Aaron Judge made a nice catch out in center field. I think, was it Ricky or was it? Uh, K on the Yes broadcast. I forget which one made the comment that there's not many Rays fans there because the Lightning were playing. No, no, no. <laughs> there's not many Rays fans there because there's never any Rays fans there. Rays fans there. Rays fans there. Rays fans there. Yeah. So it so sounded that, cool though. That Lightning game must was that had to be in Colorado then, right? As I said, it was because the light. Oh no, the Lightning were in Tampa last oh, night. Oh, it was in Tampa. That's where. They, that's why they were saying no one was there. Not because they were home watching it, but because well, they were home at the right. Whatever the name of the sponsored building is. Amelia Arena. Amel. Is it Amelia? Oh, yeah. Isn't Amelie? Amelie. Yeah. Whatever that means. So Judge made another leaping catch. Yep. Probably didn't need to leap. But he didn't know where the wall was. Yeah. He was kind of feeling back there. At least he didn't Manuel Margot it. What did that mean? So on the Hicks triple, Margot goes oh, yeah. up and it's how he sprained. It doesn't even look like he hit that hard on his leg. I thought he hurt his shoulder. And then he doesn't get he couldn't get up that had to cart him off the field. And he's going to be out for some time. What did time. he hurt? They said sprained knee. Oh, because when they took him off on the card, he was holding his head. I, I thought he drilled his head into the wall. I, they, Kevin Cash, I believe, said it was a sprained knee, which doesn't make sense to me. And when Hicks hit that ball, he thought it was a home run. Yeah, so I thought it was two. Well, him and Trevino. I thought they were both gone. There was even Stanton hit one earlier in the game I thought was gone, and it was a fly ball. So that, but, but when Hicks hit that, I wonder, could he have had an inside-the-park home run if he was booking it right out of the— Maybe. Because it took the center fielder a while to get over. Yeah. And I don't even know the center fielder was Kiermaier got hurt too last night. So whenever the center fielder got over, by the time he got there, had Hicks been busting out of the box and not admiring his shot? Maybe. Yeah. Certainly possible. I love a triple. That's my one of my new favorite baseball the things. The triple. Yeah, it's like so rare. Like you yeah, because to... someone's got to get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Or, right. Or he's going to be some stupid carom or something. Yeah, so an outfielder has to get hurt and the ball has to just like, die under the wall or something. So that the other guy can come running yeah. over. <laughs> that is true. Or you get one where it hits something along the side wall and the guy runs by it and it shoots past him. Yeah. Triples are hard. These guys, these guys' arms are so good. Did you see the throw? So Trevino gets the after the Hicks triple. Trevino has the sack fly to score Hicks. The ball was hit to the warning track. And Kay, because at this time I'm watching it on, on TV, he's like, and Hicks will. I'm like, what? He's got to score. The ball's on the warning track. And he did. But it wasn't like it was that far off. Right. Like their arms are unbelievable. So, yeah, one hop. That's why so triple stuff. A, a nice one hopper to the catcher. He did, yeah. Wasn't close, but it was close enough to think, like, my God, another 20 feet in, maybe he can throw him out from there. I still like my theory of that a catcher should have a regular fielder's oh, glove behind him so that he that looks so hard to It's catch. not. It's, yeah, but they drop so many so many balls. The catcher's mitt is phenomenal. 
No, if but you for, ever put one on, you'd know. I had to put a catcher's mitt on once. Yeah, well, did you put any Vaseline on it? What? And actually bang it out with a mallet? <laughs> <laughs> that sounded weird, but you understand what I'm saying. Or did you take the one right out of the plastic no, no, and you no, couldn't I, squeeze it? My, in our little fellow's league of Colonia, we, the teams had catcher's mitts. That was part of the, like 1971 part of the equipment. <laughs> totally yeah. broken in. Yes, it was totally broken in. <laughs> but I couldn't get past the every, like when I watch catchers now, MLB catchers, and they do the, the like slow motion on a hit, Yeah, they always blink. Like yeah, I because guess, there's a bat that's being swung in front of their face. Yeah, your body, no matter how many pitches you see as a catcher, your body still reacts. For sure. And I would think, oh, this guy's going to hit this, this kid's going to hit this pitch, and he wouldn't. I'd be shocked when it hit my glove. I'd be really thrown off. So I never got that, that uh, the grasp of assume you're going to catch the ball that is pitched. Just like you not... assumed you'd never hit the ball. <laughs> <laughs> I hit the ball. I just you hit get him, a hit. You hit him. Uh, unfortunately, sometimes you hit them where you they hit They are. Them. And they, Right. There's a lot of guys out there, Jerry, in that field. Who's that Willie Keeler that said that? Hit him where they ain't? Who said that, Eddie? Hit him where they ain't? I'd ask Rod Carew. No, it was not Rod Carew. He was a good hitter. Paying attention or no? Okay, I'll take that as a no. Um, whatever. So, so that was awesome. Wow, it's like when he's driving, he's listening to the book on tape. Oh. oh. <laughs> anyway, good win for the Yankees. It was though. a nice win for the Yankees. Nice tidy win. They're fifty and seventeen. All is right in the world. They've got you know their lead right now. <laughs> this is so stupid at this point. They're up 12 games on Toronto, who lost last night. And they're night. in second place, Toronto? Yes. They're up 12 games? Boston's 13 and a half back in third place. Tampa's now 14 games out. Now, Garrett Cole, just one more thing to know, Jerry. 12 Ks, six in a row, and eight of nine at one point. That's right. pretty cool. Well, he had a no-hitter going. No, no, I know, but still, you could just, you can you can be you can pitching pop-ups and ground sure. outs. He walked guys in the first inning, didn't he? That I don't know. I didn't I bu- see the first inning. I, I of believe the game. so. I believe uh, his his walks came early. Yes. Okay. I, b- I believe you. Okay. Yes. Did you see? Yes. It was Willie Keeler, not not Rod Willie Carew. Willie Keeler. Willie Keeler said, "You got to hit him where they ain't." He said it in. Well, he was born in 1872. Oh. So let's just go there. He played for the. Let's see, William Willie Keeler, named Wee Willie. We Willie Keeler. He played from 1892 to 1910 for the Baltimore Orioles and the Brooklyn Super Bros? No. That's right, Jerry. The Super Bros? I can't Or Super Bros. Also played for the New York Highlanders, who became? The Yankees. That's right. I can't. That was a wild guess. I, my eyes are bad. Maybe it's the Super Bros? I can't see that. You got to get glasses, Jerry. It's either the Super Bros, that can't be right, or the Super Bos. I'm not sure. Or the Super Bros. I never heard of that one. You ever hear of that team? No. Me neither. Anyhow. You got to get glasses, Jerry, that you wear 24-7, even in I, your sleep. I won't. No, I won't do that. Because I had the readers at first, but I had to keep taking them on and off, on and off. On. It was starting to hurt my ears. <laughs> Although I think I would look much better without glasses. <laughs> As more handsome. Willie Keeler almost had 3,000 hits. Yeah, but it was back when they barely. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even baseball. This poor guy. So Tom Brady's still playing at 45. This yeah. poor guy died at 55. Oh, rest in peace, Will Willie Keeler. Yeah, he's been dead for almost 100 years now. You're dead. <laughs> and he died on, on uh, New Year's Day. Rest in peace, Will Willie Keeler. He at least got to see the new year briefly. Right? <laughs> oh, this is going to be a great year for me. Oh, wait. I'm dead already. I barely got into the new year. What is wrong with you? Will Willie Keeler. <laughs> we. We Willie Keeler. Keeler. Yes, but you're right. He played at a time when... I wonder if G had any Willie Keeler cards that he turned in. Yeah. Because I'm seeing some tobacco cards here in the images. Yes. That would be kind of cool from the, you know, the 19... When did he finish playing? 1910. From the 1909 season when he played on the Super Bros. <laughs> or whatever. They, I don't know. They can't see the name of the They later team. became, Jerry, the Tampa Rays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when they just, moved. He's such an idiot. <laughs> that is not true. All right. Let's take a break. It's 516. Uh, when we come back, we will discuss the Mets because they have 45 wins, second most in Major League Baseball. Not too shabby. At some point, we'll get to some of the NBA sound from yesterday as well. Lots to do. We call this thing a Tuesday right here on The Fan. 
With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Aha, the song. We all know baseball is a long season. I'm Brett Boone from the Brett Boone Podcast. This summer, take a trip down memory lane with me and hear from the legends of the game. So far this year, I've had conversations with Randy Johnson, Pete Rose, Deion Sanders. Plus, every week we look at the state of Major League Baseball, which teams are exceeding expectations, which ones are struggling to meet them. Follow and listen to the Brett Boone Podcast on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts that found its way on the show yesterday for about one second. By the way, kind of impressive that I knew that. That was like name that tune. Absolutely, Jerry. So, and this is a new song or a newer song. Meet me at our spot by the anxiety. Yes, I have anxiety. Mm-hmm. A lot of anxiety Jerry? these days. Um, true. Everyone has anxiety. That's true. It's just how we deal with it as to how healthy we are. I did hear if you're more optimistic, you will live 6% longer. So, yeah, but it's the last 6%, which is normally miserable anyway. Well, that's the... You know what I mean, Jerry? You don't know that. It's the part where you're, eh, nothing going on. <laughs> that, that does sound terrible. Jerry, the Mets beat the Marlins yesterday. Shut out. Shut out. Six yeah. to nothing. The weird game. It wasn't, uh, not a lot of fireworks in yes, the game. I it agree. was just methodical. It was a they, casual 6 nothing win. That was a just a nice, solid, we won, we move on, took the series three games to one. Who's next? Correct. David Peterson pitched, uh, and I guess he was waiting for his wife to give uh, to go into labor. Right. They said he was pitching with the idea that he may have to be removed from the game, even if he was pitching well. Right. Well, knew what he would have done if he had a no-hitter or a perfect game going. You leave. And then, what? You leave. I'd call my wife and say, listen, I got a perfect game going on here. You leave. This isn't 1944. Yeah, but you leave. by the time you go, but you know, I hear some of these women are in labor for like 24 you hours, leave. 36 hours, which you sounds go. crazy. You go be with her. What That's was what the longest your wife was in labor? How are we defining labor? Like, uh, ow, I think I'm having a baby. Take me to the hospital. Okay. Well that, those words. Okay. So I was here and that was uh, the first time was at uh, four o'clock in the morning. For Matthew. Yeah. I was actually was... on the overnight. And he was born at 5 o'clock in the evening. <laughs> That's what I mean. Get your perfect game done. That's what I'm saying. So what to you is actual labor? Yeah, I feel like that's when your wife expects you to go to the hospital. Yes, of course. With her, when when she goes to the hospital. Right. What do you do the whole time you're in there? Sit there? A lot of nothing. You wait. And in her case, they made her get up and walk around to get yeah. things moving. And then, yeah. To, to get the baby moving around? Mm-hmm. I think I, it's not 5 o'clock. I think it was a little after 4-something, 4 4.30. And then for Joseph, I don't remember. We went in the morning on a Sunday. It was a Mickelson Masters Sunday. And I will never forget that because as she was giving birth, the doctor, we had the, we had, <laughs> we had the Masters on in the room. The doctor was focused on it. Oh, good. And Craig was texting me nonstop. Because Phil Mickelson was about to win the Masters. And at one point she said, can you two buffoons focus on me? Wait a minute. You had one of your sons while you were working on the Boomer and Carton show? No. I said it was Masters Sunday. No, but you said, no, but. but Oh, yeah. 2010. 
I would never have guessed that. I don't know why. Well, he's 12. What when, when did you I think we had him? I don't know. I can't do the math right. You don't remember that? No. Yeah, 2000, October of 2000. No, April of 2010. I don't remember you coming back to work and having a new baby. Yeah, that is true. Okay. And if you she, say so, Jerry, I'll take your word for and it. And he's winning. He's like on the 18th hole, and Craig's texting me, are you watching this? Your guy, you're, you know, Baba. My wife's having a baby right now. Yeah. But, but yeah, I actually do have one eye on the TV, and so I'll never forget that. I'm surprised you didn't name your baby. Well, who would you? Phil. Phil. I did not. That would have been awesome. Well, I, we could have, but we didn't. Phil. I have a I have a cousin named Phil, so. Oh, that's weird. And Phil's an older person's name. A baby not can't really. well, a baby can't be George or Phil. You can Charlie. be. I have a cousin George. Yeah, but it's What's wrong with weird. Charlie? A, a baby, it's not a baby name. Well like uh, uh like Al. What's it, wrong with Albert? Well, that's like a nerd's name. <laughs> it's not, not a nerd's name. No, it's not. Hey, Big Al. No, that's, that's actually cool. kind of right. Well, where yeah. does Big Al come from? You gotta name your kid Albert. But I was little Al in my house because my dad's name is Al. So, so I was you're more Al. I under, well, that sucks for you. As long as the girls don't call you that. Yeah. Are we at the point where you'd rather the bizarro name rather than no. just a traditional no, name? No, I like traditional names. Like Bertha's out. I, I understand that. Martha, no one's calling their baby Martha. Mary, I don't think no, it's No, Mary's named. fine. What's I mean, wrong with Mary? For a boy, I'm saying. Oh. Such an idiot. Jerry, Max Scherzer's going to uh, make a rehab start today. Yes, with Binghamton, right? And uh, hopefully, if all goes well, he'll, he may, he's most likely going to pitch Sunday against the Marlins. How about that? How about that? How about that? I would love to go to Miami this weekend. He'll have to face Jazz Chisholm. Yes, he will. If uh, he gets in that game. I was very confused yesterday, and, and, and people on Twitter thought I was being... Um, People on Twitter thought I knew the answer and was trying to be a wise guy. I, right. I really didn't know the answer, but I did find out the answer. The Met logo on Twitter was all sorts of colors. Uh-huh. And it's Pride Month, so I thought, well, I know the colors of the rainbow, which is the Pride flag. And 1010 Wins, they have the colors of the rainbow in their logo. Okay. This had so many colors in it, Jerry. I didn't know what was going on. So I didn't know if they were comboing up. You know, it's a big month. It's uh, Pride Month. Juneteenth was yesterday. Right. Father's Day. Yep. So I didn't know if they were combining them all because there were so many colors in this Mets logo. So I took to Twitter and I said, hey, is this a combination of things? And then I was told that the uh, the pride flag's been updated. Oh, okay. It's got so many colors now, Jerry. It's, uh, it's the all-inclusive flag. So it's not just the rainbow. That's out. Okay. It's now multi multiple colors because there were colors on this flag, Jerry, that are not part of the rainbow. I know the rainbow, the Roy G. Biv, right? I haven't heard Roy that. G. That's R- hilarious. <laughs> Red, orange, yellow, green, blue. What's the eye? Indigo. In that's a color of the rainbow. Yeah, it's like bluish. Why can't we just v, say blue? V violet. V violet. Yes. Or VD. Yeah. So people were yelling at me thinking I was trying to stir up trouble. I wasn't. I was legitimately, and I had people that answered me. People misunderstood what you wrote on Twitter? Come on. No, that doesn't happen. They're like, you idiot. You know the answer. Ever realize how terrible texting is, whether it's Twitter or just texting? Yeah. That there's no, you can never tell tone. Yeah, and, and and Gio's told me about this. He says you can't, you don't get into any conversations. You can't, right? Because they any nuanced. You can't get into any nuanced conversations. No, nothing too serious. Nothing. It's got to be light and airy, because yeah. otherwise, man, stuff gets taken the wrong way. And a lot of people were very helpful. They were like, "Listen, this," and then they'd send me the 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 new logos and what they stand for. How many I hate like, tweets you. did you get? Would you say? Well, then people were yelling at me because some of my people were saying mean, my people, some of the, my Twitter followers <laughs> were saying mean things. They're like, come to me, my at, people. <laughs> people of Earth, how are you? <laughs> yeah, so uh, so I got that settled. So now I know what the Mets are doing over there. Did you just make yourself an alien? Well, that was that Yoko Ono said that once many years ago. People of Earth, how are you? Yeah, because she was trying to talk to everyone. People She's of still Earth. alive, right? She is. People of Earth, how are you? Think she's still touring? Yoko Ono? Yeah. No way. The Plastic Ono Band? That was part of uh, John Lennon, though. He was the <laughs> singer. <laughs> yeah, but she 
she was the lead singer on some of the songs. Uh, yeah, that was it was Double weird. Fantasy that he put no, on? I, I think, was it Eddie? Was it Which that, one was or it? Or Milk and Honey, where they did every other song. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. It was both uh, Milk and Honey and the one that was released uh, posthumously. Which but, was, that wasn't Double Fantasy? Yeah, probably. In 1980-something or whatever? Were they both, where like... One was the John Lennon lead vocal. The second song was... Yeah, they alternated. Like, can That's we play a Yoko crazy. Ono song? Yeah. Let's come back with one. I'll come back with a Yoko Ono because song. Because those are classic. Oh. <laughs> Some of them. And watching that Beatles documentary yeah. where they would let her sing and play while they were writing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how much you stuck with the documentary. I haven't watched it yet. Oh, you haven't seen any of it. Okay. I don't Pretty have funny. Disney+. Plus. Pretty interesting. Yeah, I got it just for that. I just canceled it, actually. I That's watched I it. Do. I'm good. I canceled. Something cool yesterday in baseball, Jerry, in the Pirates-Cubs game, there was a squirrel in the outfield. Why is that cool? Well, what was cool was watching the three three people try not to... Not easy. Not easy. No, I don't know what not. their plan was because, by the way, if a squirrel is cornered, it's going to attack you. Yes, and if it's rabid, now you're going to the hospital for a right. tetanus shot. So the one guy was running out there with a, a bucket where you put like a bucket of balls, right? Yeah, because that's easy. One guy smartly had a net, yes, a large net. That makes sense. And I don't remember what the other guy was doing, but I listened to the play-by-play of it. The announcers are like, what are we doing out here, guys? Because they were just, he's like, this looks like the Benny Hill show. We need yak- <laughs> yakety sax playing in the background. And then somehow the squirrel found a little opening and, and took off. Took off. Luckily, the only thing you can do is try and angle it away to where it's got to go. You're not. You shouldn't try and catch it. No. And the cats too, by the way. Yes. When they get on the field with those claws, yeah, stay away. Yeah, stay away. Just play the game with. Let the let the let the squirrel just be in the outfield. I don't think you can just let the squirrel be in the outfield. <laughs> what is this like, old Yankee Stadium with the monuments in play? Yeah. We've got a squirrel in play. I don't think so. Now there's a squirrel out left field, so if they hit it to left, it's going to be trouble. Why don't you do a Yankee game with that voice? <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow. Well, Susan, a good morning. <laughs> Imagine Susan's face if you walked in the booth. Hi, Susan. I'm your play-by-play person today. Hey, who's this dork? <laughs> <laughs> Susan, I have many years experience. None doing play-by-play, but many years of radio experience. She didn't talk talk to Justin Shackle. Imagine yeah. what she'd do to you. Yeah. <laughs> Because she's got me linked to Craig as well, who she That's doesn't true. care for. That is true. Yeah. I would say so. That'd be great if he got to do a game. Ah! I know. <laughs> I, I know him and Evan want, well, he yeah. wants to. Yeah, that'd be cool. And he told Evan, like, we're doing one. We're going to do one. But I don't know. Three-person booth. Oh, I don't think she'll be Evan, there. Craig. Ah! Oh, I, don't, I don't believe she would be there if Craig was doing a game. <laughs> Come on now. What if we do like a candid camera stunt for digital? (laughs) Wouldn't it be funny? Yeah, it would be something. It would be be funny, Jerry. By the way, their comedy show is coming up now. Today's the 21st. Yeah. So that's a week from Thursday. And you're going to that because you you have to present the Pulse of the People Award. I do. You have to hand it over. I have to hand that off to the new winner. Yeah. Who, I don't know who's still in because I wasn't nominated, so I lost interest. Right. I like it when I'm in. Yeah, I would like it to Defending be Defending champ. I should be in for you God's should, sakes. You, you, right. You didn't have a big scandal that would should have knocked you no, out. No, absolutely not. Oh, well. All right, 535. Moore's to do. Yes. I have an interesting piece of audio on the other side, Jerry. Not Yoko Ono. Not Yoko Ono. But we're going to come back with that. Yeah, and it's very self-serving to me, but uh, a, oh boy. a boyhood dream has come true. Oh, okay. And I have audio to share with you. I'm excited to hear that then. All right. That's a nice little radio tease. 25 in front of six. Boomer and Geo at the top on the fan. Don't go away. (laughs) This is Yoko Ono. Yes. I want to hear what you start screaming. So far. This is off of Milk and Honey, Jerry. Called Sleepless Night. All right, so this one's not terrible. Yeah, I kind of like it. You actually picked one of the not terrible ones. Well, I, I, I picked. <laughs> I picked her first song on the Milk and Honey uh, album from 1984. That's not awful. 1984. Yeah. Released in 1984, he died in 1980. 
interesting. <laughs> maybe, okay. Maybe this was the re-release. Oh, uh, okay. Maybe. Who knows? And she, you said she's got new songs this year. Yeah, when I searched Yoko Ono on Spotify, she has two new singles this year. How many plays? Uh, doesn't say. Okay. Zero. <laughs> anyway. Gonna be a star. Who do you? Who's responsible for the FAN Twitter account? Is it I think, Izzo? I think there's a team, Jerry. What ass face posted? Uh-oh. No, I, what happened? Well, we have a serious topic yesterday about Major League Baseball and the salary floor that I think should be in yeah. place. They use a picture where I look like a jackass. Is that why right? would you ever click on it? That's probably is those fault. They've got nine thousand photos of me in studio. Why yeah. would you do that? I don't know. Maybe it wasn't Izzo. Maybe it was uh, Chicken Parm Lou. Someone thinks they're hilarious. They're an idiot. Or maybe it was uh, Anthony Gallo. This is the problem, Jerry. They work as like a very... Gallo wasn't here yesterday. A very behind-the-scenes team, so you can't blame one of them. I'm blaming all of them then. Yeah. Anyway. So, so what's your boyhood? Uh, this so this is ye- exciting. So yesterday, I would give you the setup. I, I got a piece of audio from Evan Roberts sent to me yesterday at around 8. 10 as I was going to go to or at night? No, as I was going to go to sleep. Okay. And, and I was like, ah, do I even click on this or do I check it out in the morning? Yeah. You know, because I, I was really into sleep, but it woke me up. It was so exciting. So the backstory was is that Carton and Roberts, two days ago, I guess uh, Friday or Monday, I guess Friday. Right. We're talking about the Radio Hall of Fame. Okay. And uh, you get nominated. Well, no, they they were talking about how there's no producers. I believe, as I believe, the conversation was that there was no producers in the Radio Hall of Fame, and Gary Delabate, Baba Booey from the Howard Stern Show, should be in the Hall of Fame. Right, sure, right, a hundred percent. So I don't know if during Carton and Roberts, Craig mentioned my name as a goof or whatever it was, but evidently yesterday Howard Stern was playing audio from Carton and Roberts about Gary to be in the Hall of Fame. Okay. And then uh, Howard said this. Uh, but I do think Al Duke should be in before Gary. That's just my opinion. I don't know. You're I don't know, Mr. Duke. Who is Al Duke? I, Al, I Al actually, he worked with us for a, a, a short period of time at K Rock, but I think he produces the morning show at WFAN. Okay. Those guys well, you were listening to are the afternoon show. I, I just, see. I just feel he should be in before you. But I. That's a nice endorsement. That Gary. is all. That should be Isn't your ringtone. That, cool? that should be your ringtone. I was so excited, Jerry, for. So many years. I loved Howard Stern from the time I, know you I was did. in 1987 odd. So that was really cool. How much was the new subscription that, uh, for you that you picked <laughs> up last night that you got back? What are you paying now? Uh, so that is great. to you Evan Roberts for sending that to it me. It is funny. So I was back and forth yesterday between Tiki and Tierney and Stern. I did not hear that part. Yeah. That's really cool. That was very cool. Look at you. So that's a, I got an endorsement for the Hall of Fame. I don't know how I get that to the Hall of Fame people. There's something that, like, you've been in this business for 30 years at this point. Yes. That's still cool to you. That was very cool to me. When I'm his first mentioned me, it was, like, the coolest thing ever. Yes. It is, it's weird. And I had been around here, and I actually worked, not worked on the show, but I did tape for the show a handful of times. And when that happened, it's like, wow. And then I got mentioned like a few more times. Yeah. And it's cool. Yeah, it's very exciting. Very good for you. If something you listened to when you were very young. How would you say back. that's pretty good or is that pretty that's, good? That was pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. I would say so. Yeah. Well, good for so that you. That was exciting. I can't wait for, uh, for my mother to hear that. But she doesn't like Stern. No, oh, she loves Howard Oh, Stern. she does. Oh, it was just you and your dad were uncomfortable. Yeah, my dad didn't care for him. Got it. My dad hated Howard Stern and Imus, and he only back when they were on NBC, the, which was six sixty, right? Right. Um, and it forced my dad to go out and get an FM radio, okay? Because he had a AM radio that he would use wherever he sure. was, like working on the car, or fixing the house. And he was so annoyed by Imus and Howard Stern that he had to go out and buy an FM radio. And Scott Shannon, I shouldn't know this because I watched the documentary on Amazon Prime. I keep forgetting to watch that. It was very good. Scott Shannon was what, mid-80s he started? I think so. Mid to late-80s on Z100? Yes, Z100 was early 80s, I think. I keep forgetting to watch that But not him, though. He didn't start early 80s with Z100. I, you know, I don't know. I'm not sure either. I don't know his, uh, his history. Because maybe that's what your dad started listening to. Maybe. Who knows? Yeah. Or CBS FM with the morning mayor. 
Harry Harrison. Yes. Good morning. Yes, I used to listen to him. Believe it or not, that sounds ridiculous, but I used to listen to him too. Yeah. My parents love Harry Harrison. Yes. He was the morning mayor, He was Jerry. the morning mayor. I did see uh, some stories yesterday. Actually, guys, we were, after we had signed off at 10 a.m., I think you brought it to my attention. I did. Before the warm-up show, you said that Kyrie Irving... Uh, reached an impasse with the with the Nets. This supposedly. is from this is from the Athletic with Sham Sharinia. Okay, and he's and, usually pretty good. And that the Knicks were potentially interested, and the Lakers, and the Lakers, and then I saw the Clippers. Even, yeah, somewhere in there. Sure. That if this happens, yeah, he has until June 29th to pick up or decline his 36.9 million dollar option right. with the Nets. Mm-hmm. Now. Last night and this morning, I read other articles, not the athletic one, but all these articles were, I guess, based off the athletic article. And there wasn't a lot of, like, Knicks. Like, it didn't seem. It's what Sham said. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. He's He might be. Him and Woj are the two. He's very reliable. I would think they're the two most credible NBA reporters right now. And he writes for the athletic? He does. Yeah. So you saw this on his Twitter, or you saw the article? He, I didn't. I don't have the athletic. Yeah. But he tweeted it, and then linked to the athletic yeah, article. But, but he. I, but in his tweet, he referenced the. One hundred percent, absolutely. Which makes sense. That said, I still want him back. I don't want him leaving. I really don't. I know people think I'm nuts. I like the guy as crazy as he is. Having said that, if he's going to leave, New York would be delicious. Boomer would have to be dealing with Kyrie on his team. No more Kyrie. No more of that Kyrie? crap. Instead, it's Kyrie. Yeah. Yes. But Boomer didn't like Carmelo Anthony when he was here and he was on the Knicks. I know. So this would be another. This would be worse. Uh, another mellow. He has spent the last you know year burying this guy <laughs> from here to kingdom come. <laughs> so this would be unreal. What do you think? The, but I want him to stay in Brooklyn. Yeah, really what do you do. think the like the legitimate likelihood is that? He winds up on the Knicks. I'm going to say 50% he stays on the Nets. Okay. 40% he goes to the Lakers. Wow. 10% chance Knicks. Oh, because he he and LeBron talked about playing together. Yeah. They've done it before. I could see it again. They've won together. I could see it. And the Lakers need help. I mean, the Lakers were a mess last year. Yes, they have Anthony Davis. Sure, they have an aging LeBron who's still pretty damn good, by the way. But they need something. When's, when's LeBron's son going to be ready to play in the NBA? I think two more years. Oh, so I think LeBron's got to play because th- that will be cool. He's going to. He's going to be a Nick. Yeah. LeBron and Bronny. They're going to be <laughs> Knicks as the Knicks are still in the top 10 trying to figure things out unless they get Kyrie and they start winning. I didn't even realize that the NBA lottery is this week. No, that already happened. The NBA draft is the this draft, week. I mean. Yes. Correct. Thursday. 100%. Oh, maybe that's why I was confused because I was like, I feel like we just did this, but that was the lottery. That was the lottery to see who picks where. And the, the Knicks are 11th, you say? I believe they're 11. Yeah. Who, who, who are the big names coming out of the draft? Oh, man. Well, you got the kid uh, from from Duke. Duke the, is Duke. Yeah. Monchero. You've yeah. got um, the tall kid. Ay, ay, ay. The Purdue tall kid? No, no. That's uh, Jaden Ivey, though, yeah. from Purdue. They Chad have Holmgren. him going for Holmgren. Thank you. That's what I'm talking about. The Ivy, the one projection I saw has him going like four to the Kings. But I did see in his Zoom conference yesterday that he said the Kings have never reached out to him once, <laughs> which is weird. But he's going to be a top five pick. So anyway, that's a few of the top names. But yeah, that's Thursday night. And the Knicks don't go till 11 unless they make a move. So we shall see. Maybe they get Kyrie. Who knows? Kyrie. Quick, <laughs> quick break. When we come back, one last story for you. Right now on Odyssey Sportsman and Amy Lawrence on the Yankees and their 50 victories. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. Right, we got a couple more minutes. Hey, what a shock. Yankees and Mets both went on the same day. Yankees last night in Tampa. Mets yesterday at City Field. Mets in Houston, I believe, yes. later tonight. And the Yankees play Tampa yet again. Jerry, here's a nice good-for-you segment. Uh, WWE's John Cena. He was honored for granting more than 650 wishes for the Make-A-Wish Foundation. He is the most requested uh, wish person really yeah that's great 650 that guy would take the rock myself that guy's definitely going to heaven 
no matter what he does in his life. One would think. One would think. If One there's a heaven, think. John Cena's going to be Where up there, Where are you going? Jerry. I don't know. I haven't granted Purgatory. any wishes. There you was don't a, even get out of the car when we have a flat tire. There was a time. Wishes. Uh, Sam Kinison uh, had, uh, uh, used to work with this guy who I believe was in a wheelchair, and he was going to have a, he was, he was going to die young. He seemed okay with it. He talked about it all the time, and he tried to get a make-a-wish uh, to have uh, sexual relations with Pam Anderson. They turned him down. The Make-A-Wish Foundation. I wonder right, why. Turned him right down. Yeah, Jerry. I'm sure. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And bad news for Mumford and Sons. <laughs> bad news for the Sons. <laughs> Not bad news for Mumford. Singer Marcus Mumford's going solo. Yes, I hear the Sons are going to go on <laughs> tour, and no one's going to go see them. Hi, we're the sons of Mumford and Sons. <laughs> Do not boo us. <laughs> yeah, Mumford can go out. You know his yeah, voice. That's what sucks. Music will sound great. Right. And the sons, see ya. <laughs> These are yeah, Mumford and a couple of new sons. I see I the have. Rolling Stones are back on tour too. Oh, yeah, Mick the- is back from COVID. Yes. WFAN and WFAN FM and HD1 New York. An Odyssey station.